Death Slopes by Libby Taylor, Episode 1, The Perfect Christmas Break. After my summer adventure of 1947, where I came upon and solved the murder of a vicar on a train bound for Plymouth, life almost at once became very different. I had my name and photograph in the paper. Sorry, cheese! Lovely, thank you. I was wined and dined at several social events. But quite quickly, I found I became terribly bored. Months seemed to roll by with nothing to inspire me until one crisp winter morning. Delton 549. Ginger, how the devil are you? We never take off as Admiral you promised me. You seem to disappear from Devon overnight. I hope you weren't running away from me. Of course I wasn't. Never mind about that. What are you doing for Christmas? Well, I'm just going to... I'll answer that. You're coming to visit me in the Alps. The tickets are on me. But the... All the details are in the envelope, which should have arrived this morning. So get packing, Ginger. Don't forget your long johns. <sighs> long johns? How rude. Well, I might just surprise you, Vita Taylor, and not come. What envelope, anyway? When are these tickets for? Tomorrow? I need to get packing. I don't think I have any long johns. One o'clock, right on time. It's so cold. Yes, that's why I told you to pack your long johns. But don't worry, not long till we are in the cabin with a roaring fire. There's lots of snow forecast, so we'll get some skiing in tomorrow. Not sure about the golf, though. Golf? And yes, um, about that, I'm not the most accomplished skier. In fact, I've never been skiing in my life. Relax, Ginger. I will teach you everything you need to know. Let me see your hand. See, this line here means you're an excellent skier. You'll be a natural. Do you mind if I smoke? Um, I'm more worried about the flask of alcohol, to be honest. It's schnapps, darling, which doesn't count as alcohol. It's medicine in these parts. Now, hold on to your charming woolly hat. Ah, here they are. What do you think? Oh, it's delightful. It's so... Austrian. Although there's no roaring fire. Look, no smoke from the chimney. You're quite right, Miss Marple. Where is the chambermaid? She should have the fire ready. Oh my goodness, that snowman. <laughs> oh gosh, he's an interesting looking creature. Local children must have made that while I was out. Bah! Nothing is as it should be. Now, come in, Ginger. Don't be shy. Oh, I love it. Hmm, the maid definitely hasn't been. But don't worry, I'll have this fire going in a jiffy. So, do you own this place? Yes, 
It was left to me by my father. Is this him in the photograph? Uh, yes, but let me just... And who's that little child with the skis? Is that you? Yes, it is. Before I had braces on my teeth. In the days when I could eat an apple through a tennis racket. <laughs> oh, I think you look lovely. Oh, look, the snow is really coming down now. Ah, I hope this is the maid. She has some explaining to do. Claudette? Madame Vita, Charlotte has gone missing. She went to get some parcels from the village, but we haven't seen her since. Did she take the car when she went for these parcels? Were they for me? Oui, madame. Mais the car has returned since one o'clock, but we cannot find Charlotte. I am uh, very worried about my daughter, madame. She is usually such a good girl. Let me get my fur and I'll help you look. I'm sorry about this, Ginger. My maid Charlotte seems to have disappeared. I need to try and find her. I'll come with you. I need my gloves. Can you pass them to me? They're on the... Oh, they were on the table this morning. Never mind, I'll take my muff. Ah, it's like when we were on the Flying Scotsman searching for the gun. I hope we don't find another corpse. We weren't on the Flying Scotsman. Details, Ginger. <laughs> Yes, it is. It looks almost abandoned. Mm, a few discarded cigarette butts on this side, underneath. Oh, and look, your parcels. One, two, three. They're ripped, all of them. As if someone was looking for the contents. Mm, there's some... white powder. Like icing sugar. Oh, God! I hope nobody's stolen my stolen! <gasps> look, there's blood here on the door. I think we need to ring the police. With this now, there are no police. Jeepers, it's like that Agatha Christie novel again, isn't it? Oh, crikey, such fun. For you, maybe, Miss Marple, but I had some langlaufen planned for this afternoon. My name is Ginger. Is it now? Yes. I quite like it these days. Do you now? Uh, yes, I do. Anyway, we need to start questioning all the guests and staff. Who is there? As we headed back to the car, Vita recited the list of characters on the estate, which consisted of guests in the other chalet, American couple and old friends of Vita's father, Mr and Mrs Linklater, the missing girl Charlotte's French father George, who was also handyman and mechanic to Vita's estate, Claudette, the other chambermaid and friend to Charlotte, and Sam, a sort of gamekeeper come shepherd, brought over to Austria by Vita's parents, who dealt with all things related to livestock. As Vita was reeling off the list, we passed the snowman again. Ah! My gloves! Where? On the snowman. And my scarf. And my hat. Look! Pass me the glove. Ah! Vita, it's a human hand. There's blood under the fingernails. Oh, and look, this is a terrible joke. My nine iron is the snowman's walking stick. Help me remove this snow. Quick, get that shovel. Oh, Ginger, look, there is blood on the back of the shovel. Oh, let's just get the snow off the face. It is Charlotte, she is dead. God, what a way to go. She's so cold. It will make it very difficult to determine a time of death. 
Do you remember this snowman being here before you left? I literally have no idea. I was busy getting ready to collect you. I had to visit the hairdressers. I had to run errands. And I had... Yes, okay. We really need to get this body inside before her father sees her. Help me, Vita. I, ca I cannot believe my sweet Angel is dead. George... I am so sorry. We need the police, madame. I want him hanged. Who are you talking about, George? Sam. He always had his eye on Charlotte, and she did not want his attention. Drink this brandy, George. Is it true about Charlotte? I'll kill him. Oh, whoa, George, please calm down. You don't know that Sam is responsible. Sam, wait outside. Ginger will come and speak to you in a moment. Now, Sam, we know from Claudette that Charlotte returned the car at one o'clock. Where were you from one o'clock until two o'clock? Had you seen Charlotte? I swear I never touched her. I wouldn't. I loved her, but she didn't love me. She liked Kurt, the telegram boy from the village. That's why she kept going down there in the car. I asked her about it. I got angry, but I swear I never touched her. Now, it was about 11 o'clock, though. Then I went to check on my goats. At uh, one o'clock, I was still with them. Well, that's all very well and good, Sam. I think for now, you need to keep your nose clean and stay out of George's way. The police will want to speak to you. And we only have your word for it that you were in the barn at one o'clock. <coughs> Nannies don't give alibis, sadly. Now, run along back to your accommodation. Yes, miss. Yo, Missy. Is this true? What I just heard about little Charlotte? Dead? My name is Ginger. And yes... She's been shoveled to death, and then buried in the snow in the guise of a snowman. Oh my god! It's such a primitive country. Said that to Jack just this morning, didn't I, Jack? Yes, honey, you did, but Lawrence Taylor was a good friend of mine, and he married an Austrian, and they had little Vita, so I'm kind of fond of the old place. Ah, so that's Vita's story. And it's so damn cold. Isn't it? I can't get warm, and I've got three layers on. Uh, anyway, I do think it's a rather lovely country. Have you had a meal yet? Mm, no. Come back to me once you've eaten, honey. So far, the Stalin is the only thing keeping me going. I'm glad your mother isn't here to see this, Vida. There'll be a lot of newspaper reporters poking about when this story gets out. Have you tried calling through for the police again? Yes, but the lines are still dead. I'm worried that we might lose all power later. Uh, Vita, can I have a quick word, please? Apart from you and I, Vita, everyone, including your father's old friend and his vulgar cigarette-puffing young wife, are suspects. We need to keep our cards very close to our chests. I can't help thinking. Whoever committed this crime wanted to taunt me with my hat and my gloves and my nine iron. It feels personal. Have you ever considered, ever, that maybe something isn't about you? Uh, no. I don't think so, Ginger. I'm usually at the center of whatever is going on. I'm like a magnet. Can you feel my attraction? Uh... Well, I... Relax, Ginger. I'm teasing. Or am I? Hmm. Do you think the power will hold in this weather? 
I'm wondering if we should get everyone up to the lodge so we can interview them and keep them all in the same place. I think we should start putting together a timeline. Who was where, when, and what was their relationship with the corpse? I have plenty of schnapps and logs for the fire, so we'll be just fine. I'm sorry, madame, for crying. <laughs> but I can't believe that my friend is dead. We grew up together and came to Austria from France with Charlotte's father. <laughs> I feel so responsible because I normally go and get the parcels from the village, but today she beat me to it. I think because she wanted to meet Kurt. Who's Kurt? The telegram boy. Claudette, where were you between one and two o'clock? One and two o'clock? I I think, well, I, I was in the Linklater chalet. I was talking with Mrs. Linklater. She was complaining about the food and telling me how cold she was. I took her some stollen. She kept me some time. I, um, I last saw Charlotte at uh, 11.30, just before she left to go down to the village. She told me she was going to see Kurt and collect the parcels. Okay, well, dry your eyes, Claudette. Here, have some brandy. I think it's about time we had a look in Charlotte's room. Well, she was obviously not the tidiest of people, but a prolific letter writer, it seems, and a terrible poet. Listen to this. When I know a telegram is going to be delivered, my head goes light and my shoulders shiver. Shoulders shiver? That's ridiculous. Maybe it was the cold weather. Hasn't anyone ever made your shoulders shiver, Ginger? Uh, no, they haven't. I'm far too busy to let anyone make my shoulders shiver. Or any other part of me, for that matter. Don't you think you have the right to some romance in your life? Gosh, everything is so disordered in here. Ah, I give up! It's almost as if someone has been rifling through these papers. All her clothes seem to be here. Oh, hang on. There's something wedged at the back here. I, I can't quite get it. Oh, there. Got it. It looks like a stocking. What's inside? Oh, Vita, look. There's a black substance smudged on it. Whoa, that's a lot of ice and sugar. I love my stolen, but... It's drugs, isn't it? Ah, I'm no expert, but I think that is cocaine. In Death Slopes by Libby Taylor, Ginger was played by Libby Taylor and Vita by Sarah Ashworth. Claudette and Mrs. Linklater by Leslie Kaufman. George, Piers Gibbon, Sam by Edward DeLag and Mr. Linklater by Robbie Stevens. All other parts were played by members of the cast. Death Slopes was produced by LTC Productions and edited by Ed Sound.